Hello friends and welcome to today's podcast. This episode is very special to me because I get to introduce to you one of my dear friends named Bibi. She owns Bibi Photography Studios in St. Louis and she is an amazing editorial and commercial photographer with a beautiful eye and so I'm excited for her to share a little bit about what she does with you and then from there we dive into this very rich and meaningful conversation about the importance of cultivating your craft and the place that authenticity has in our work. And I know nowadays authenticity tends to be very cliche. It's very trendy. It's trendy to be authentic. But we have this beautiful conversation about how authenticity colors our work emotionally and gives us a very powerful impact while also giving us a legacy. So I'm excited to have you hear this conversation. And without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome to Own Your Voice, the personal and professional development podcast for today's creative artists. Grab a chair and join us. We saved you a seat at the table. Now, here's your host, Gabrielle Stahlschmidt. Well, welcome. I am so excited to have with me today, Bibi of Bibi Photography Studio. So you can find her on her website at www.bbphotostudio.com and on Instagram at bb underscore photography underscore zero one and I highly recommend that you check out her work right now stop what you're doing and go check her out because she is absolutely phenomenal so Bibi I do want to talk to you specifically about how you started in photography just give us the background of what got you interested in photography so first of all I want to say thank you and say thank you for such a nice uh, introduction and thanks you for having me uh, I follow your work for a while as well, and I'm really impressed with your skills and simplicity of explaining people as myself, who is not in a music world, how to understand voices and, and, and the, the whole industry. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, as far as the photography, uh, how I started, I started photography a long time ago when I met my husband because he was in photography, kind of, on a side. So um, when we get married, start living together, we decide because I moved from my hometown to another city, moved with him. So And so we were looking how to do, what to do for me for beginning because I didn't work at the beginning. So we decided to open the um, one-hour photo labs, little um, photography lab printing lab basically and then this is how I introduced me to photography and how I started it was like 29 years ago wow okay so through that time how long would you say it's taken you to develop your own style a very long time I would say okay (laughs) uh the first of all um I'm big um big uh, fan of learning the skills to begin with Mm -hmm. So in this case, you can express everything you want to express with. Uh, otherwise, you always maybe have wonderful ideas, uh, wonderful um, um, creative, um, I would say, um, you have wonderful ideas, but always something is missing because you are missing the tools, education, to understand how you put in reality everything what you have in your mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, I started first learning um, the, the skills, techniques, 
And then I started implementing, actually, yeah, I started implementing what I have in my mind to be able to, to express how I feel. Okay. Now, when you were learning all of those skills, did you just go and experiment on your own or did you take classes as well? Well, uh, first of all, uh, my husband's family, uh, they are in uh, photography from early 1900s. So his, his father, his uh, whole family was in the photography. Um, and he was very well educated as well regarding photography. He knew a lot of stuff. So he helped me a lot at the beginning. To even start even being interested to do anything with it, except Snapchatting. So when I get to the point that I want to really know more, I get education. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm still taking the, the workshops, some classes, because I believe there's always room for improvement for everything. And uh, learning never stops. So I'm still passionate about it. But for me, the first of all is to... To learn good what you want to do. Right. Absolutely. And I know that it's probably a lot of aspiring photographers out there who are on the one side where they want to get all their education. Then there's the other on the other side that just like to experiment. So you think it's necessary to have both to be really well grounded. I believe the bots are really uh, um, necessary. If you like to go in in, in a photography that you like to make a living, then you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. uh, consistency and, and uh, repetition in some sense, to always be able to produce good work is, is if you have some uh, education behind you. Um, maybe not necessary that you have to go into school, but you can have like mentor or somebody you trust and learning from the people who know the craft. So you can start implementing in your own uh, work and, and daily base and then always be able to produce good work or acceptable work no matter what so you right. cannot fail and this is the main thing for me um from my standpoint that if you know what are you doing then no matter which kind of circumstances you are in you will be able to produce accepted work and be able to get rehired and recommended to other people right so, this That's really, really good advice. Um, now, talking about mentorship and people that you looked up to, who was a photographer or a mentor that you looked up to in your journey? So the mainly was uh, I love portrait and studio photographers. This is something what I'm really, really um, passionate about. Uh, so there was a few photographers. Uh, I, I originally, I came from Eastern Europe. And there's a lot of photographers I really admire from that part. And they were more accessible than photographers from uh, from Western world. Um, so, and I was learning from them mainly. So, but you find find photographer who has your aesthetics. Mm -hmm. The aesthetics or aesthetics you admire. This means if you have that, you would love to, um, they can teach you something. Otherwise... Let us say my aesthetics are not very romantic. I'm not very the soft, the feel, the nature. It's not my aesthetic. I admire this work, but it's not something what I love to do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I probably would never reach for those photographers to teach me something at the beginning. Now, when I have my base, I definitely would. Mm -hmm. And I did. 
But first you look something what you get passionate about, the, the things you like. And in this case, you will um, be able to hold on for that for a long time. Otherwise, when things get hard, you will easily give up because if you don't like something or you're not so into it, it might give um, um, might just give you make you quit right. for what you don't want to do. So, and I understand the importance wholeheartedly, even in music, of really relating to your mentors. But how important is it too to have a variety to even kind of force yourself to have perspective of multiple points of view? so that you're not just relying on one particular vein or what you're comfortable with and you're constantly challenging yourself outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, this is what I said, uh, what is important, like it's uh, always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. But uh, the beginning, I believe that it's good to start being good in one thing mm -hmm. and then progress from there. Otherwise, it's getting a lot of confusions. Um, but this is just my point of view. So, uh, no, I, I agree completely. Um, now, how would you describe your aesthetic now? It's a clean and simplistic and elegant and storytelling. This I love about photography and I, the way I do it. So. Yes. But and that's so and interesting simple. because mm -hmm. when I do see your photography, it's so clear that there is an obvious story behind it. And there's been so many times that I've wondered in a particular scene, like, what is that model thinking or what were you thinking? So how do you kind of approach, what is the story that you try to tell through your photography? Well, the, each story, sometimes I have my personal project, which is like really um, emotional for me. I uh, try to communicate as much as I can what I like to uh, convey with, photo with the story. Um, I inform photo I inform models what the story about and try to tell them because models are actors in some way. Mm -hmm. You know, if they get understand character and go into character, they deliver uh, more emotional. I would say part of the story. So um, I communicate with everybody and give them good uh, directions and telling them my story so they understand and can follow the storyline right. and this is how it goes that's a mark of a fantastic photographer too that tells their model exactly what it is they want and I can absolutely see that because your work just pops with that rich storytelling so that's what, something that I've always really admired about your photography and the most important is like if I tell them my story, but it's not not only about me. The the, the, the models or 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 other creatives like stylists or makeup hairstylists, they they touch, they, they touch, and this is what is sometimes always so exciting because they they express the way how they really or live through the story I am telling, but they have their way of saying it, but it's quite quite remarkable when I see the final results. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite story that you've used for a shoot? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, my favorite story is a City Girl. And it's on. It's soon going to come on my website as well. Okay. Uh, so far, it's in my hands. Um, I love city. I love urban. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, yeah, there's something I really love. Uh, I love about this story. It's a girl lost, kind of lost, going to the city, uh, wondering how it's going to find somebody who will trust and who will love and who who will love her. It's quite lovely. 
Oh, that sounds really beautiful. I'm excited to see it very much. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you find on the flip side is one of the biggest challenges of photography? A biggest challenge of photography? Well, you know, photography is teamwork. It is not uh, me as a photographer. It is not a model. It's not the hair or makeup. It's all team. So when we have a whole team who is really eager to do good work and do best as they can, then it's always good. If um, if we don't, if we have a um, somebody in the team who is not following or not into the aesthetics or something, so they're just there to do things, then probably probably this is the hardest part for me to to um, to follow through the shoot because the shoot never come up good. Right, right. So it's a teamwork. So it's hard to say. Um, have to say different yeah it's a lot like music yeah it's the same as a music especially if you if you're performing somebody i assume yeah isn't it how you do it's like if you're you're maybe um the piano player or somebody's not following your voice or opposite then it come exactly the story's not complete isn't it right so that completely makes sense to me so what to you makes a good photograph Well, it's a many different ways of good photograph, depending if it's creative work, you know, um, or, or editorial, it's more about emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's commercial, then of course it's technical parts, mm-hmm. to, to my opinion. So, um, but the good photograph is photograph who is, I love quiet, I love quiet photography. It's not screaming to, to you and it's like, crazy, crazy poses, too, I mean, crazy poses, too extreme. I love quiet, quite clean and memorable. I yeah. love, I've put up, I remember those photographs from others, those images. So this is, I, I adore this type of photography. And emotion, right. something bring to you, so you get to your conclusion, what you want to feel or think about the image. But intriguing you something to think or feel. So it's very much like abstract art, something that makes you think about it. it. Yeah, it is very um, subjective, I would say, in some sense. It depends who you are as a person and how you will experience. Okay, that's that's really fascinating to think about. I mean, all the aspects, because I'm coming at it from purely a musical standpoint, but just how much I relate to that in terms of artistic work as well. Because to me, that's really what I would say about a good song. That's how I would tell you, oh, this is an amazing song, is the emotional impact and the ability to make somebody see something or feel something through it. So it's just really interesting to me to see how connected that all of these worlds really are creatively. It's fascinating. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. And especially, do you feel with your uh, with your uh, when the singing, mm-hmm. do you feel that you can lead with uh, the the pitch of your voice or depth of your voice? Do you feel that you can um, um, lead the listener 
to the particular emotion, whatever it's like sadness or excitement or, or absolutely. Or love. Do you feel you can do that? As I well? mean, that's why there are so many different styles of music because mm-hmm. people relate to the different um, techniques that are being used vocally in very specific, impactful ways. Um, yeah, so absolutely. And the way that you sing a high note, the, how long you hold a certain note. I mean, all of those things kind of lend themselves to a very emotional quality. Yes, I do agree with that. And that's, that's, thank you for explaining me that because sometimes as I listen some songs, you know, there's they produce total different emotions. Some really sad, some really love, some really like I just it's just something you even don't know how to explain. You just feel so deep inside. Yes. And this is exactly what you say. You how long it's holding notes. Yes. Um, Thank you for explaining to me that. Absolutely. I think it's also when an artist, no matter you know what world you're in, and the art world is authentic, because then that's something that you really can identify with and feel because, hey, I've felt that emotion before. And that's exactly what you as a photographer are trying to portray in your work and me as a musician through my work is something that's very authentic and relatable to people so that they can grasp onto that and identify with the product that you're putting out into the world. Yes. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then what would you say is kind of your signature in your work? I know you said your is very clean, but is it in the way that you edit your photography? Or is there something that when I look at your photo, I'm going to recognize that's BB? Well, this is uh, up to you what to say, hopefully, you know, so to express. But what I feel, uh, I love to do good at the beginning the way I want to do I like to do with the right with the lighting so it's less as possible editing um yeah start good with the beginning what is my idea and then go from there uh editing of course this is part of the of the um of the workflow right now I start with the film photography so at the point when I was doing darkroom and 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 black and white or color printing by myself, it was different approach. We had some editing tools there as well. You can like touch up with the with the with the uh, color specific um, colors or 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 to the process to the printing. You can do some little manipulation, but of course it wasn't so highly um, um, intrusive. If you want to do, yeah. you know. So, but I still I love I love film photography. Uh, our analog photography, how you call it right now. Um, And I still try to do a similar way of similar approach. Um, Yeah, I still do it the same same way. Pretty much doing the right um, at the begin with and then adding the elements to the story, depending what is like location, environment, um, wardrobe, expressions, whatever it is. Right. Okay. Now, creatively, um, it's kind of interesting to me. I mean, I know I get in creative ruts often, especially with songwriting, where I feel like everything's already had a song written about it. And so for you and your photography, what do you do to kind of combat those ruts? Uh, Well, because the photography for me is a very emotional part. So I, as a personality, uh, always something inspires me in some way. So uh, through the art, through the songs, through the music comes actually the most, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and gives me idea and to, uh, how to do story or uh, many th- uh, many times from my personal experiences. Okay. 
So um, I do projects which are related to my um, to my mom, and every year I produce the shoot for last five years, which remain uh, it's kind of reminds me something about my mom. What she liked, color she was loving it, um, the feel she had. Uh, the flowers she loved to smell. So it's always, and, and I base the story regarding uh, those things. So far, this is, those are my favorite projects. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so sweet. There's such a very, very personal aspect in your art and that you are so um, okay with being vulnerable like that. And I think that's what makes me really gravitate towards certain artists. So I, I love that, that you are so vulnerable in telling your stories. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Now, I know part of what you do is that you are give art direction. Can you kind of explain what you mean by that? Art direction is mainly uh, the story uh, telling. Uh, art direction is the way you, know, you set up the story. It's almost like a movie or, or, or um, the play. So basically, you are telling, this is called in photography, mood board. Well, we're given, uh, giving mood board for entire team, for the especially to the models, and uh, tell them what's the story about, how we how we uh, um, communicate is through the giving as examples of the of the um, colors, example of the expression, body movements, um, hair makeup. And of course, the main story, the name of the of the um, editorial, uh, tells the story and convey everything. Uh, it co connect everything else, you know. So, and then when the people in the industry, they're pretty much understanding the mood board was supposed to be, you know, and following up. Okay. So, have you ever considered or thought about offering classes to other photographers? I used to teach photography uh, for beginners for college and darkroom a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, I never really thought about it for sure. I would love to probably, especially for young people. I'm really, really inspired. Young people inspire me a lot mm -hmm. and I admire them so much. And, and I'd love always to share all I can or help how I can. Um, so thank you for putting this in my mind. Definitely. I definitely love to do that. Sometimes. Because you have such an approachable quality about you that I think you would be really, really good at that. Um, and a way of offering constructive criticism to that makes it very easy and relatable to take as an artist, especially whenever we're being critiqued for something that's very vulnerable to us. Uh, I just think that you have a really amazing natural quality to be able to engage with people. Um, and then to do that on an artist. Well, that's I've thought that for a long time. Um, and then I know you do some very short, you know, live videos on your social media, maybe even explaining how you edit certain photos. So it just got me thinking, I wonder why she, you know, or if she has thought about doing this as a course, because I would love that as a hobby photographer myself. I would totally take yeah, a course. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a wonderful idea. I would definitely put my thoughts on it. And uh, if anybody like to reach to it, just to give them the little, uh, uh, explanation and, and um, um, direction how to do things easier. But always everybody can reach me on my social media. Um, so I would love to just help out. It's really wonderful. And kind of in that vein of the next generation and younger artists, do you have any advice for 
upcoming photographers? Well, yeah, I do. I do. Um, as I noticed, um, the, the youngest photographers, uh, they're very, uh, very um, ego-driven in many ways. Um, so there's always, I highlight that there's always room for improvement. That we never think you know everything. Mm -hmm. so just learn always more. So, and no matter if you think I'm so happy, I know everything, but no, you don't. Mm -hmm. Because by the next day, and you wanna even don't want to stuck with the same old things anyway, mm -hmm. you know. So always find a way how you can improve uh, whatever you like to do. Um, be more, uh, be more open to get idea from other creatives you are with or working with, with mm -hmm. you. So it's a, as I noticed, it's a teamwork. It's not ultimate mine or yours. Right. So and that's gonna improve your photography or your storytelling to the next level, I believe. So um and then learn techniques. Photoshop, yep. it's wonderful tool. But what if one day you don't have it, you have to produce without it. So learn those techniques and then your Photoshop hours going to be less and you're going to be happy and you're going to be able to be on a shoot more than sitting in a computer and editing your photos. This is what I try to tell my students about, you know, the importance of warming up and learning your technique as a vocalist as well, because absolutely we can be self-taught, but when you do have those solid foundational techniques, it just takes you to the next level and so much quicker than it would have if you had just fought through, you know, on your own and didn't learn those base level techniques. So I, I totally understand and relate to that too. Yeah. And as you say, so your students, one, when they learn how not to hurt, they, they, yeah. they, they, a throat or, or or so they can definitely uh blossom after that absolutely yeah. and that's the i guess the fast track path too to understanding more about who you are as an artist as well because that's when you really understand what it is that you're asking yourself to do for me vocally um and then you just you discover even quicker what you can do and then what you want to tell through what you do so i, I definitely have to and what you're really through. good at it exactly yeah, and, what you're good. and so you pro more progress this part than maybe work you know sometimes now you put me in a position that i'm thinking uh, so some people say, uh, work on your weaknesses, Yes. you know, but this is not so make, understand who you are and learn techniques and then work more on those, what you're good at it. And then your weaknesses, try to improve it mm -hmm. by what to waste the time to work only on weaknesses and what you're good at it. It's never come to the full blossom, isn't right. it? Right, right. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. That was so good. We're going to put that up on a quote. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so true, because otherwise then it's just frustrating. And then you, oh, you never get anywhere. Yeah. yeah, you just, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I, I absolutely agree. Um, now, kind of explain to me a little bit about the equipment that you use. Well, I'm using professional equipment. It's a ca mainly Canon cameras. This is my my main uh, because I started with Canon, so I stay with Canon for the long time. When I was in film photography, I use a medium format cameras, the Hasselblad and size lenses, which is like my ultimate love still. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, camera is not that uh, in, uh, important. Mm -hmm. 
I would say uh, any any tool is good uh, if you know how to use it. That's so good. You know, so the sometimes the camera brand or this and that, it's not that crucial. It is, it can help you to get a little better images, a little sharper, a little this or a little that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know how to, to begin with, how to create that vision you have or assignment, it just doesn't matter. You can have the best things in the world, not going to bring you anywhere. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. And so that would be your recommendation for those who are maybe looking at starting or maybe even taking themselves from hobby photographers to professional photographers, just learn your craft and then kind of everything falls in line after that. Yes. And then you will be able and you will understand once when you let us say if your hobby is photographer and you have like the camera at the beginner camera or this or that camera. So then you're starting to understand what your camera can do and where you are missing. Because otherwise you have the best best tools in the world, as I say, and then you don't know what's the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you always think, oh, my camera is so good that she, uh, the camera can do this or that. No, it's not. It's important that the way how you use, how you learn to use the camera. It's again, I'm going back to the education. You right, know, right. I'm always going back to education. What a form of education, formal education, you have some mentors, you know, uh, whatever you prefer, but you choose something, somebody who will teach you or way who will teach you right. Right. Because I'm doing wrong teaching. It's harder than teach, start from beginning. Oh, absolutely. And I was there, you know, I started piano from a really young age and I didn't have that solid foundation of technique from a young age. And I went all these years and I had to relearn everything I knew. So just relating it to my own experiences, that is so incredibly frustrating. And I think that once you realize I've been taught incorrectly, it's harder than you make this decision where I want to give up completely or then you just relearn everything from the base level and start again. So Well, I, I want to congratulate you that you were able to understand that you have to relearn because once when you set in your head some things, it's hard to, uh, you get confused. No, no, this is how it goes because they taught me is that, but actually yeah. it's not. So then really the people need to look for professional as you are, you know, to really Get good foundation, as you mentioned, good foundation, yes. and then move forward. So I kind of want to wrap up but going back to the creative aspect of what you do. I see so many people out there on Instagram and YouTube doing these different challenges with their photography. Is there any style or anything creatively that you haven't tried that you would like to try? Oh, no, I'm a photographer for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've done I it all. I've done it all. And anything. So now I'm trying to do something, only what I really like to do. <laughs> uh, and I know I really will enjoy it in some sense. Okay. So, um, I will, well, one thing maybe I will like to put a little bit more time is uh, uh, the, the still life photography, product photography. Yeah, I was I was really really interested for some time in it. Then I fell in love with the people, photographing people. Uh, so, but this is something. But I still do from time to time. But I'm thinking maybe to spend a little bit more time or on my free time to try to experiment more and try to convey emotion with the still life photography, which is 
quite difficult, I believe so. Yeah. Um, again, this question just popped into my head. What time of day do you like to shoot at best? Well, I, sh- I, I like to shoot mornings. Okay. Yeah, this is um, more focused or fresh-minded and, and so on. This is how I like to do. So that's mean from morning to two o'clock is my, I'm, I'm, I think I'm most productive. After that, you go in trying to bring just things to the end. <laughs> it's getting yes. tired because it's, it's a physical, I mean, photography is very, um, it looks glamorous in many ways where you have seen, you see at end or how the people portray, but photography is physical work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. too. So it's uh, hard on on your physics. It's hard on your mentally because the focus has to be on the highest level as possible and you have to be in control. So it's quite exhausting work. Um, so this morning hours are the best to do this. So. Well, you make it look so simple. So I wouldn't have guessed that at all. You like never break a sweat. <laughs> You're always so <laughs> calm and collected. <laughs> so you just make it look beautiful. Even watching, you know, in, in the art of, because I don't know if my viewers will know this, but I've actually known BB for a couple of years because we met through my sister, who's a professional model, and they have worked together. By the way, Abby, Abby Stalsmith, she's one yes, of my favorite, favorite models. <laughs> she is why I love her, I just want to know a little brag about it. Why sure. I love her, she's so versatile. I mean, she can deliver many different characters, many yeah. different looks, which, you know, you have a, a models who are, like, good and, and be high fashion, models who are good to be uh, lifestyle, models who are makeup, a close of beauty shots. Right. She is somehow um, is good in everything. Yes. I and, and you always, yeah, this is something what I just really, really enjoy every every time I have a chance to work with her um, because she's so busy with traveling and other, yes, other, yes. her music. Yeah. So this is something I always look up to. Well, that's so sweet because we both love you to death. So I know she absolutely loves working with you. And she says, too, just how um, how refreshing it is to actually work with someone that gives clear direction and that has a true artistic vision behind what they do. So I know that she really respects and admires your work for that as well. Um, and I've seen the photos and every single one of them is gorgeous. I love all of them. And you know what? She is in every one. She's different, different girl. Yeah. You know, or she's like. From, from high fashion to glamorous to soft and darling to really uh, vamp woman, mm-hmm. you know, like fan mm-hmm. fatale. It's just like, whoa, what just happened? I know. <laughs> she just does it all. <laughs> Yeah. And it's really cool to me, too, because I've gotten to see the growth process in her from the time that she started modeling until now and just how that's changed. It's such a beautiful thing, just watching someone kind of blossom into that confidence. And that's something that she really just has a strong self-awareness and confidence. And a good photographer will bring out all of those aspects in a good model as well. So, yeah, but I just have a question for you now as far um, I uh, because I know you're in the music and Abby's in the music. Mm-hmm. So, and basically, and Abby's music and the modeling. So mm-hmm. I learned after the fact that she does the music as well. Mm-hmm. So, but I have seen some uh, um, a beginning uh, performance from you two girls. So mm-hmm. basically, you both together started the music. Who actually um, um, started, had this idea that you want to be in the music? 
this is you because I know you were playing piano and all. I was absolutely amazed. (laughs) Oh, thanks. But yes, so I started first in piano, but she was the one that started first in voice. And it really didn't spark my interest until I heard her singing around all the time. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that. She's just so joyful. There's a presence about her in music that I really admired. And so I started singing after she started lessons. And the duet partner that just built in music partner was something that was always there from the beginning and we always performed together we practiced together and we just had that natural sense of chemistry of understanding you know each other's timing um so again like that very collaborative teamwork so there really hasn't been a time that i can remember that we haven't been doing that together yeah so wow this is so so you're actually inspiring each other to the whole absolutely wonderful 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 yes and i said uh if you ever ever have a chance to to Play to people something what you have done together, girls, and you're so different. Yeah, you know you're so different the way you, um, um, uh, how you interpret yeah. yourself to the music, but it's so cohesive mm-hmm. when you do it together. It's quite remarkable. So I, I encourage everybody to see somebody post something just uh, as a memories or something. It will be. I think people will be, really love to see that. Well, I appreciate that. That's very sweet. And we have talked about recently um, writing some music together, and we've tossed back and forth the idea of putting together an album. So uh, stay um, tuned because that could be coming shortly. Um, but yes, we do. We are planning to do that now that our schedules are a little bit more in line, and we're quarantined together, so we have to make music together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lovely. <have> no choice. <laughs> All right. Well, again, I wanted to thank you so much for being on this podcast, and I for any of you who are not familiar with BB's work again check out her work on Instagram and on her website Instagram is at BB underscore photography underscore zero one and her website is www.bbphotostudio.com check her out book her she is absolutely incredible thank and the you sweetest so person <laughs> thank you so much I thank you for having me at your show and I appreciate so much and um, I look forward to working together in the near future So do I. Thank you. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope that we inspired you with our conversation. Definitely give us a comment on Instagram and let us know your thoughts at Own Your Voice Podcast on today's episode. And while you're there, leave us a comment with some names that you would like to see interviewed on this podcast. We're always looking for new recommendations and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We cannot wait to see you again soon. And until then, we will see you on Instagram land. To learn more about the Own Your Voice podcast or to join the growing community, visit GabrielleStudioOfMusic.com and the Own Your Voice podcast on Instagram. As always, remain committed to owning the power of your unique voice because what you have to say, both musically and personally, is much too important not to be heard.